here's what happened when I got off sugar for an extended period of time. My restless leg syndrome went away. Candida left my body, lost 55 pounds, arthritis in my joints and my hands reduced. I actually got better looking skin. My I lost some wrinkles as I've aged in these last three and a half years. I actually feel like I look younger. Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Body. We've got a television celebrity in the house today. Amy Anderson went from being a sugar dealer to sugar healer. She grew up in a sugar-filled home and inherited her love of baking, which landed her on the fourth season of TLC's Next Great Baker. After realizing how sugar was destroying her health, she made the bold move to close her very successful business and now dedicates her life to helping others get sugar-free for life. Welcome Amy Anderson, who's here to share her story and inspire you to reduce your consumption of sugar or eliminate it altogether. Welcome, Amy. Thank you, Tina. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. For those of you that are tuning in for the first time, I'm just going to give you a very, very quick backstory. So I met Amy virtually. We've never had the pleasure of meeting in person yet, but I uh, met her virtually with, through my Beyond the Body program. It's an eight-week program for women. And I had heard so many amazing things about her because one of my participants were actually um, a part of her program, which is, you know, basically got her to get off of sugar. And I was so fascinated by this because I know how hard it is for most people. And uh, when my participant told me about Amy, I said, I have to have her as a guest. Amy, I'm just going to let you take it over from here and, and give us a little bit of how you even got started in this. Thank you, Tina. And I will add that uh, after my interview with Tina, with her group, um, she, I found out she's a personal trainer and I just got certified as a personal trainer. But you know what? Coaches hire coaches. So uh, Tina is my personal trainer right now and she's kicking my butt and getting me in shape. And uh, Tina is in Canada and I'm in San Diego and it's in the middle of COVID, but it works. It works to train me um, on, on Zoom and, you know, not in the gym and we're making it work and it's fun. It is. It's fun for me too. I have to say I'm really enjoying it. So thank you for saying that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so three and a half years ago, I decided to, enough was enough. I needed to lose weight for my daughter's wedding. I was 55 pounds heavier than I am today. And like most things, I waited till the last minute to cram for this test. And I knew for many, many years that sugar was my, was the problem. And that's why I was, I had gained weight. You know, a lot of people say, I don't know why I'm overweight. And well, I knew it was the cookies and ice cream and cake. And uh, the, I was my biggest fan of my baked goods. And I just had to say, I need to stop eating sugar and flour. So I joined 30 Days Sugar Free and committed to being sugar free for 30 days with Barry Friedman. And at that time, I also was introduced to the Kick Sugar Summit by Florence Christophers. And I started listening to these speakers on this summit. And one by one, they were talking about sugar addiction as if it was like alcoholism. And they were saying words like 
sugar sober and addiction. And I was thinking, wow, it's more serious than I imagined because I used to joke, oh, I'm a sugar addict, ha ha. But it was really serious. So I had a baking business, which was successful because I was on the TV show, The Next Great Baker with Buddy Belaster, the cake boss. And though I didn't win the show, um, Jose was my baking buddy. We were on mm -hmm. eight out of 10 episodes and I still had to bake these first 30 days of being sugar-free. And so I made it 30 days and I was introduced to Florence through the Cake Sugar Summit and I bought the package and then I got coaching with her, group coaching. And I decided after 30 days that I was going to go 90 days because I had heard that I've never been to an AA meeting, but I heard that alcoholics really <laughs> want to get their 90 day token, right? And I'm thinking, yeah. I want my 90 day sugar free token as well. <laughs> yeah. I never mm -hmm. started out by saying that I'm going to be SFFL, sugar free for life. I didn't know the next time I was going to eat sugar. I just knew that by getting off sugar, uh, all 56 plus names of processed and refined sugars and flour, I was losing weight. I was feeling good. My body was changing. I was actually working out in a gym with weights and some cardio. And I was going to lose weight for my daughter's wedding. I only had about four months. And I know that we talk about weight gain and, you know, it's interesting because when it comes to eating sugar or a lot of processed foods, oftentimes whenever people come to me or whenever they talk to you, for a lot of people, it's about aesthetics. You know, they want to lose weight. They want to get into a certain dress. But I know, and I'm sure that you know, you were probably going through a lot of the other things. I mean, you must have felt tired a lot. Yes, I started being sugar-free because of the weight loss. But I, and I didn't have major lifestyle issues like diabetes or heart disease or cancer or any of those things. I thought it was only the weight. But as I began to get off sugar, I realized, wow, there were a lot of things going on in my body. Here's what happened when I got off sugar for an extended period of time. My restless leg syndrome went away. Candida left my body. I was, I had a metal allergy. I couldn't wear earrings, even high quality um, gold earrings. I couldn't wear. Now I can wear cheap earrings and fun, fun, dangly cheap earrings. I can, you know, wear those <laughs> now. The bloating went away, lost 55 pounds, arthritis in my joints and my hands reduced. The phlegm in my throat was gone. My sugar cravings <laughs> disappeared. Um, I, I got my energy back. The brain fog disappeared. I actually got better looking skin. My I lost some wrinkles. As I've aged in these last three and a half years, I actually feel like I look younger by getting off sugar because sugar is a poison, right? And, and I know people who smoke cigarettes. I did when I was in high school for one year. And when you're putting a poison in your body, it affects your skin and affects your wrinkles. And when I got off sugar, like I lost some wrinkles. It was amazing. <laughs> it was really fun. I went through menopause and my hot flashes only lasted six months. Now, yeah. a lot of people have 
really bad hot flashes. I'm always cold. So I jokingly said, bring on the hot flashes. Oh, yeah. But they lasted I- only six months. That's, that's fantastic. Definitely. Whenever I talk to certain women that have gone through some very, very long and extended, um, you know, distress during menopause, it could go on for, for much longer than that. So, I mean, six months is actually, it's really, really quick. Oh, it could go on for 10 years, the symptoms of Mm -hmm. menopause. And then I found when there was an accidental ingestion of sugar, instant hot flash or a little bit of flour instant hot flash. And I could attribute that to my diet thinking I just ate something and I just got triggered by a hot flash. It was really amazing. But some of the other things that you couldn't see on the outside of my body were nothing short of miraculous, Tina. I had the worst self-loathing and self-hatred when I was on sugar. I would say, you're a loser. Like I would talk so horrible to myself that I wouldn't let anybody else speak that way to me. Mm-hmm. You're a loser, you're big and fat, you can't stop eating sugar. Why don't you just resign yourself to the fact that you're gonna be a fat, happy baker and enjoy the things that you make. Um, you don't have self-control, you'll never be able to do this. You'll Your body will never be thin. And when I got off sugar, Tina, One of my mantras, I really believe in mantras, and I have had a handful of them in my journey in three and a half years, but the very first one was I awake with determination and I rest Mm -hmm. with satisfaction because so many times I'd say, that's it, that's it, I'm not eating sugar today, and I would get up and by 10 a.m. I would eat Pop-Tarts. And then (laughs) I would like blow it the rest of the day, right? Well, all right ready blew it so I may as well just continue eating sugar and then I would rest my head at night and feel like the biggest loser there are 56 plus names of sugar and you can google it and look it up and I'm talking white sugar brown sugar powdered sugar cane syrup high fructose corn syrup corn syrup maple syrup honey everything Mm -hmm. Even stevia, I do eat stevia now, but every artificial sweetener, I was addicted to Coke Zero and dextrose, maltodextrose, anything that rhymes with the word gross (laughs) is a sugar. (laughs) (laughs) And you name it, I was eating it. And the beautiful thing that happened when I got out sugar and flour was the self-loathing disappeared. And I began to feel proud of myself one day at a time, like, oh my gosh, I made it one day without my beloved sugar. I didn't put that coffee creamer in my, you know, that really sugary, sweet coffee creamer. I didn't put it in my coffee and I didn't die because I thought I would die if I didn't eat my sugar. Right. And then I went another day and I didn't die. And then I went another day and every day that went on, it was like, I, like I'm working out with you and I'm building muscle and I'm building stamina and I'm building endurance. And the same thing happens every time we exercise our no muscle, we get stronger and stronger. And so I began to love myself more. And then I began to inspire others because I, I am public on Facebook and Instagram. And of course I didn't 
do it the first or second day. I'm sugar free. You know, I waited <laughs> 30 days and yeah, <laughs> excuse me, and said, um, I've gotten off sugar for 30 days. And it wasn't until about day 50 that I was on the coaching call with Florence that she said there were 60 of us on this phone call. And she said, if you know that you know that you know you're a sugar addict, and I'm like, hello, I am, then the only way to true freedom is complete abstinence. And Tina, yeah. I felt like 10 pound weight fell off my shoulders. Now, a lot of people mm -hmm. will tell me, I've heard it so many times, I could never stop eating sugar. I could never get off sugar. But when Florence gave me permission to never eat sugar again for the rest of my life, that I tried to moderate, I thought something was wrong with me. Why can't I moderate? And it really mm -hmm. is just a brain chemistry. It's just how I'm wired. I get high from sugar. Some yeah, people get of high off alcohol. Some people get high <laughs> off drugs. I got high off sugar, which was legal and cheap. And everywhere I turn. And delicious. So delicious too. And so delicious. <laughs> and, and and I made a, a living out of making cakes. And I call it the ta-da of the parties, right? It's front and center. Mm -hmm. At weddings, they, they say the dress is the first thing that people look at. And cake is the second thing that they look at it. They go say, oh, let's go look at the wedding cake. And so there was a lot of pressure on me to glamorize and glorify my sugar art in baking. And I liked it. I, had a, I, I, I did it, uh, made it on a TV show. Um, it was a craft of mine. I invested a lot of money in it, a lot of classes, and it was fun. And when Florence said that, you know, the only way to true freedom is complete abstinence. That's when I just said, bingo, and the light bulb went on in my head. And I said, I'm never going to eat sugar again. And I want to tell the audience, your audience, that as I was given that gift of permission to never eat sugar again, I want to give that gift and tell anybody listening, if you think that you have a major problem with sugar and you're a sugar addict, you have my permission to never eat sugar again for the rest of your life. Now, is it easy? Heck no. Heck no. Mm -hmm. um, no, it's not. But once you're far enough away from the consumption of sugar and the sugar cravings are gone, your body evens out, your blood sugar evens out, and it's so much easier and better. And life is amazing on the other side of sugar. I totally believe that. I endorse that message. And what I always tell my clients as well, the ones that are especially afraid of just, you know, just removing a couple of things that have sugar in it in a day, because of course they're so used to having that as a staple in their diet. I always tell them that the further you are from it, the more you remove it, the less you crave it, but you have to give yourself that chance to get over that, to get over that wall. You have to give yourself that chance to, to feel what it is like to want it and just make the decision of better health instead. At this point, I should probably ask you first, how long have you been sugar-free? Three and a half years. Wow. So three and a half years. Okay. So full transparency, you have not had any sugar in three and a half years. None of the 50 or however many different kinds of sugar there are you've not had at all, or have you given yourself 
a little exception here and there. So I'm like an alcoholic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we don't, we would never say to an alcoholic, oh, just have one drink. It's just, just have a sip. Like we're toasting at the wedding. Why can't you have some champagne or wine? It's not a big deal because we've been taught as a society that it is a big deal to not go back on your word or that the body is addicted to alcohol or drugs, right? We wouldn't say to a drug addict who's clean, just have a little marijuana or shoot up a little heroin or cocaine. It's not that big of a deal. It's your birthday. Why not? But we (laughs) do that with sugar all the time. And I had one, I don't even call it a slip. I call it a learning lesson. And um, it's, it, it, it was at Christmas time a few years ago when I was almost two years sugar-free and I made gluten-free cookies full of white sugar in them and some were sugar cookies that you frost and decorate and then some were gingerbread cookies and they were little tiny baby ones like the size of a quarter and I ate three of them or two, like maybe one gingerbread, one sugar cookie. And I thought, see, I didn't do a face plant into a chocolate cake. I bet I can handle this. Like, what's the big deal? It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. And then the next day they were there and I frosted them because I invite the neighbors over at Christmas time to, and I make gobs and gobs of cookies. And I was able for almost two years to bake for other people, quit my baking business, but still Christmas time, um, you know, to bake for other people. But I wanted to try the gluten-free to see if it tasted any different. So the second day, I frosted these little babies and <laughs> I had three more, right? I had three. maybe two the first day and then three more. And I'm like, see, that's not bad. I'll bet I can moderate. And then the third day came around and I was putting them in Tupperware and it was about nine o'clock at night just before I was going to go brush my teeth and kiss my husband goodnight and go to bed and I popped a few in my mouth and I'm chewing really fast because I didn't want my husband to kiss me and to smell (laughs) gingerbread on my mouth (laughs) and so I was doing the same behaviors that I did when I was into sugar, sneaking, mm-hmm. hiding, lying, which is, you know, omission, omitting the truth, um, not wanting and eating by myself, not in public and, and feeling guilty and feeling guilt and shame and regret. And I just went, oh my goodness, look at what's happening to me. And it didn't even take that much, Tina. It did not take that much. Just little, these little baby cookies. The third day, it took me two days to tell my husband, I ate cookies over the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It took me, it took me another week. I was working with Barry Friedman of 30 Day Sugar Free, the head coach. Mm -hmm. And it took Mm -hmm. me a week to confess to him. 
And then I started working with Florence and it took me a few months to say, Florence, back in December, I ate cookies for three days, right? <laughs> now, anybody else would be like, it was not that big of a deal, Amy, but it was a super big deal to me. And then, you know, and there are hidden sugars everywhere. Um, when I go to restaurants, you know, I try not to use their dressings, but there's a, a little bit here and there. It's not, it's unintentional. One other time I was invited to a tea party with just four ladies and I didn't know the hostess and she knew that I was sugar-free, gluten-free. So she made us a beautiful breakfast and she made pumpkin bread. Now I look at sugar, when I look at chocolate chip cookies or any kind of candy bar or anything, I see dog poop. I'm like, you know what? For my body, it's just dog poop. (laughs) (laughs) And so this beautiful woman said, this is sugar-free, gluten-free pumpkin bread. And who doesn't love pumpkin bread, right? And it was in the fall. Last Mm -hmm. year, it was last year, in fact. And she had a whole library of like diet books, recipe books, gluten-free, sugar-free. So I'm like, oh, she, she must know. And that piece of bread was delicious. And after I ate it, I said, can you tell me, can you give me the recipe? It was really good. And she says, yeah, sure. I said, what, what sweetener did you use? And whatever she told me, stevia, I don't know, erythritol. And she said, Actually, the recipe calls for almond butter, but I just thought Nutella was going to be so much better in it. Oh my goodness. And that's why it was delicious. I know. Honestly, Tina, I felt like she put dog poop in that, in that um, pumpkin bread. Like, how could you defile me? How could you not tell me before I ate it? That was unintentional, right? I don't, I don't think of that as a slip. So when I say sugar-free three and a half years, and I even went so far as to place a tattoo on my thigh, I put a beautiful tattoo the size of my hand with two Gerber daisies on it. And then I had SFFL too. I added that real small, sugar-free for life. Of course, my my daughter said, if you eat sugar, do you need to take that off? <laughs> no, but it's just a constant reminder of what I stand for and who I am. And it's really an identity change. It's not like I don't do this or I do this. It's just an identity. This is this is who I am. Absolutely. And I, that's what I respected about you and admired about you because I'm, it's not an easy thing to do. You know firsthand how challenging it could be. And I want to ask you, what do you tell somebody that might be listening and is interested, but the idea of for life scares them, you know, because we can go sugar-free for a week. We can go sugar-free for a month if they want to do a 30-day challenge, but the for life might be scary to some people. So how do you adopt that mindset to want to go sugar-free for life? Well, it starts out by knowing if you're a sugar addict or not, because people, it's how your brain chemistry responds to sugar. Not everybody is a sugar addict like me. Not everybody's an alcoholic. I can, I can have a drink of alcohol and then like doesn't do anything for me, right? Where an alcoholic will their first drink and they're just goners. Um, So you have to understand yourself. 
and how your body responds to sugar. So some people can be dabblers. Some people can uh, know that they're sugar addicts. So I would say to start out by reducing your consumption of sugar. The best advice that I give anybody that says, I want to get out of sugar. I want to get out of sugar, Amy. Okay, let's just let's do baby steps here. Yeah. And I say, reduce it in your beverages. So start drinking your coffee or your tea without your added honey, maple syrup, or sugar in it, or your fancy creamers. And start drinking tea with nothing in it. Stop drinking your sodas. Enjoy just plain water or sparkling water. And if you need a flavor, do a twist of lime or a twist of lemon, or even put some cucumbers and strawberries in your water. Mm -hmm. I call it fancy waters. So you get an yeah. infusion um, or orange slices or whatever, basil. I've even put basil and mint leaves in my water and it's quite refreshing and really good. So start out with baby steps and remove it from your, um, from your beverages. But if you're really serious and you're listening to us and you're saying, man, I have a problem with sugar. And, you know, I heard a quote a long time ago, until the pain of staying the same hurts more than the pain of change, people prefer to remain the same. And so when I hear people say, I could never give up sugar, they have to come to the conclusion and say, enough is enough. I'm tired of feeling sluggish. I'm tired of all these. I'm tired of uh, being borderline diabetes or full-on diabetic, type 2 diabetic, um, low energy, arthritis everywhere, sugar cravings that are insatiable and, and out of control. And I, I can't get them you know, in control. Then I would say, find a program, find a coach, find a community of like-minded people because it's a little lonely to be out there and be the only one who in your community, in your circle of friends and family that doesn't eat sugar. When you find other like-minded individuals, there's power in numbers, right? And you can get mm -hmm. encouragement. There are so many Facebook groups on sugar-free support groups. This isn't just for people who are listening that are trying to, um, you know, that are diabetic or that have anything diagnosed. This is for prevention too. Like I'm a firm believer in preventative measures. Amy, they can even start it out as a 30 day challenge, right? Absolutely. They don't have to commit to life. I mean, they can start it out as a 30 day challenge. They can reach out to you, find out more information and just give it a shot. And then after 30 days, I, they want to do like what you did and extend it to 90 days. I mean, I'm guessing that you would be that support for them. Yes. And uh, Florence and I, we do group coaching. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I have a bunch of different programs and we teach people how to get off sugar. Uh, people are losing weight. They're getting free from their sugar addiction. And they're just feeling better about themselves and their bodies overall. It's it's quite miraculous to break free from this addiction and feel like a whole new person because we use sugar, like you said earlier, it's so easy just to turn to sugar when we're stressed, when we're celebrating yeah. something. And once you get away from it, 
you discover you're a different person on the other side of a sugar addiction and you have to learn how to handle life without this crutch or without this drug of choice and -hmm. you have to mature and grow up and discover this beautiful person that you are on the other side of it Mm, definitely definitely so I'm going to ask you this uh this, this one question, actually, which I ask the guests at the end of all of our talks. And uh, it's sort of random. So just I'm going to put you on the spot there. So if you can have a dream dinner table, any three people at your dream dinner table, could be anybody living past, could be somebody from the future, could be Bible days, it doesn't matter. Who would you choose and why at your dream dinner table? Three people. For sure, I would choose Jesus because he is my Lord and Savior. So Jesus walked this earth 2,000 years ago, and I have studied the Bible since I was 14 years old, and I'm intrigued by him as a man and as God incarnate. Yeah. So I have Jesus, and I really liked the book's of Amy Carmichael and she was a missionary to India and uh, so I would I would have Amy Carmichael there okay. and the third person would be my husband I was wondering if you were going to say <laughs> we've been married yeah yeah 34 yeah. years we've been married so yes I think he would want to be there with Jesus <laughs> Amy how can people reach you at this point I, I would love to have people reach out to you that are interested sure I'm on Facebook uh, Amy Anderson coaching I spell my name A-I-M-E and I also have a website amyanderson.com And I offer a free one-hour total transformation breakthrough session. It's really remarkable to Mm. dig into, uh, I say, if I could wave a magic wand and you could get anything you want in the next 90 days, what would you want? So we do a little bit of goal setting. We discover um, what you want as far as health. And I'm also a life coach, so it could be relationships it could be um, career and then we see what's holding you back and why why aren't you getting what you want today what is holding Mm. you back and then we talk about a plan to get you where you want to go so I love the total transformation breakthrough sessions it's not everybody who goes through that one hour with me coaches with me but it is pretty fun to take somebody through so I offer that as a complimentary service of mine and I'm also on Facebook Amy Anderson just as a regular person I'm on Instagram uh Amy Anderson Amy Joe Anderson but I also am on Instagram called Amy's sugar-free life because when I started going sugar-free I didn't want to bombard my regular followers or family like oh my gosh she's just talking about sugar (laughs) again I'm sick of it and so it's like my health uh Instagram where I can I can talk sugar 
the the oh. uh, detrimental effects of sugar all I want and if people don't want to follow me they don't have to so yeah I'm I'm there okay so you you could be found pretty much anywhere I think you're very like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's great any final words Amy before we depart I would just say if you're thinking about giving up sugar if you're if you know that sugar is a problem for you that you can do it. It's totally possible. You can you can do it for 30 days. You can do anything. You can do anything for seven days, 14 days, 21 days, 30 days. There's a start and a finish. And and once you're 30 days uh, far enough away from sugar, and that means giving up everything. That means you don't get the creamer in your coffee, you know, the sugary creamer, and you don't get to put stevia in your this or your that. Um, just completely eliminating it for 30 days, then you have a right to see what you want your life to be like. And if you want to go back to dabbling a little bit, I mm -hmm. just read on Facebook today, this guy, uh, I, it's our private group of 30 days sugar-free, which isn't very active, but I, but this guy said, um, that he was two years sugar-free, not one drop of sugar did he touch Little by little, he let it go back, has gained weight. COVID happened. A lot of people, you know, are eating a lot of junk food in COVID. And mm. he's back into it. And after being, was it, no, was it two years? It was four years, four years sugar-free, mm. four years. Another woman, mm -hmm. two years sugar-free, and she got back into it. So having that knowledge that it's so easy to go back into, and it's hard, it's a slippery slope once you let it come back in. Um, and it's subtle. It's very, very subtle. Oh, this isn't that bad. I can have a little bit. That's not that bad. And just know that you can do it for 30 days. I, I suggest that you try it for 30 days. And it's always easier with a buddy, with a friend, with a coach, with somebody that's already gone mm -hmm. through it. So find a support group. And I want to say, lastly, that Tina is such an amazing personal trainer that if you need a personal trainer, you yeah. should go with Tina because she can coach you this virtually. This is not about, about you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I love about you uh, when you when you do uh, train me, Tina, is you you know where I have past injuries, where I'm prone to weakness in my body, my neck, my back. And you work around that and you are always conscious of saying, okay, Amy, make sure you protect your back. And, you know, I think that's so awesome that you really care about your clients. And I'm so thankful for you, Tina. It is a wonderful thing to say. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. And I appreciate the listeners. Stay tuned for the next episode of Beyond the Body.